Hello, this is Representative Pam Powers Hanley. Welcome to my podcast, A View from the Left Side. For many years in the Arizona House, my seat was on the far left side of the chamber. As a progressive Democrat and one of the most independent representatives in the House, I always believed that that was a fitting seat for me. This podcast features in-depth interviews with newsmakers from all walks of life, as well as political and social commentary. Thanks for joining me on the left side today. Season 2, Episode 9 of A View from the Left Side focuses on our country's epidemic of gun violence. My commentary, recorded on June 1, 2022, refers to the mass shootings at a Buffalo, New York grocery store and at the Uvalde, Texas Elementary School. There have been more mass shootings since then, most notably the Highland Park, Illinois, 4th of July parade mass shooting. There have been more than 300 mass shootings in the United States in 2022, according to the Washington Post. Mass shootings are when four or more people, besides the shooter, are killed or injured in the same incident. Mass shootings are averaging one per day in 2022, and there have been no weeks in 2022 without at least one mass shooting. This is not a well-regulated militia. This is a country with more privately owned weapons than people. Following my commentary outlining common sense gun violence prevention legislation proposed by Arizona Democrats is the March for Our Lives press conference in the Rose Garden at the Arizona Capitol. When will the U.S. take meaningful steps to end gun violence? Recorded June 1, 2022. In the last two weeks, there have been two mass murders in the United States of America. On May 14, 2022, a young man went into a grocery store in Buffalo, New York, and murdered 10 black people and injured three more. Ten days later, another young man entered a school in Texas and murdered 19 students and two teachers. He also injured another 17 people while the good guys with the gun waited outside until it was safe. The Uvalde school shooting in Texas, in my opinion, completely debunks the idea that in order to stop a mass shooting, all you need is a good guy with a gun. Well, there were far too many good guys with guns who happened to be police officers waiting outside of that school and even helping children out of windows rather than going into the school to confront the shooter. I think that we could dispense with that myth right now. So what is the United States going to do? We are one of the most violent countries in the world because we have more guns than anybody else. More guns does not make our country safer. And in fact, there are more guns in the United States than people. How crazy is that, really? When are we going to address this? I thought after the Sandy Hook massacre, when so many young children were killed at school by another young man, that after Sandy Hook, something would be done. But you know what? Arizona's two senators... 
John McCain and Jeff Flake at the time were instrumental in stopping any sort of gun reform after Sandy Hook. And it's just snowballed since then. It's been many years since Sandy Hook and these massacres continue. So what are we going to do? In the Arizona legislature, there have been 12 bills and one ballot referral proposed by the Democrats in the House, which would have addressed different issues related to gun violence. For example, there is 2304, which bans bump stocks. There's 2361, which is a three-day waiting period before you can actually get the gun that you want to buy. There is 2364, which is a physician's brief intervention regarding child safety if you have guns at home. There is 2366, which is background checks before sale. Uh, 2363 requires the Department of Public Safety to set up a portal for federally approved firearm dealers so they can do background checks. There's 2367 about safe storage of guns and ammunition. 2368, which is a TPT tax break for safe storage devices. There is 2404, which prohibits domestic violence abusers from owning a gun. There's 2680 which requires schools to have a panic button. As a grandma with kids in school, that's a little scary to me. There's 2752, which says concealed carry weapons can't be owned by felons. And if they're going to jail, they have to relinquish their concealed carry permit. And there's HCR 2013, which is a ballot referral, which will allow the citizens of Arizona to determine if they want background checks or not. There's a lot that is available. There's a lot that could be done. March for Our Lives press conference at the Arizona Capitol, recorded June 1, 2022. Uh, First off, good morning, everybody. My name is Jacob Martinez uh, with March for Our Lives Phoenix. Um, I want to thank you all for being here and thank you. You know, the legislators um, and partners and Superintendent Hoffman uh, and community groups, everyone for being here um, and standing with us today. I want to start off by saying, first off, that there is absolutely no reason that we should be here right now. There's no reason that high school students and college students should be down here at the Capitol trying to influence and implement common sense policy that's going to keep communities safer. We shouldn't be, there's no reason that we should be marching for our lives. But yet, here we are. Last week, we saw the one of the most despicable actions take place where 19 babies, two adults, and 17 uh, were murdered, and 17 more were injured. And just before that, we saw 10 more people killed in Buffalo, and we didn't even have time to mourn them before we had to move on to the next shootings. There's, and, and instead of addressing the root cause of this issue and addressing what we can be doing to prevent tragedies like this from happening, instead we're te- the legislature is touting conspiracy theories and listing every other reason under the sun except the actual true root cause of the issue. And that is how easy it is to get access to a gun in this country. Then yesterday, Senate Democrats forced a vote on universal background checks. They made the legislators put their money where, the, where their mouth was and and show where they truly stand. And instead of trying to work together and enact meaningful change, there was a strict hyper-partisan vote where they voted down the most simple resolution, universal background checks, which a majority of Americans support, and all it does is enforce the laws already on the books. 
and it was voted down strictly because we'd rather play party games and tout NRA talking points than enact actual true change. That's why we're here, to send a message that we're, going to continue to, we're not going to continue to stand by while children and community members are murdered, while the legislature refuses to act and would rather uh, you know, talk about an election that happened two years ago than, than people dying in, in our streets every single day. Today, we're calling on both chambers, as well as Governor Ducey, to have the smallest ounce of courage and take some action. Let's work together to implement uh, universal background checks and to keep hands out of uh, guns out of the hands of dangerous people and to implement proposals from the Department of Education school safety plan to ensure that we have schools and our communities being as safe and secure as possible. We can make it different this time. Let's work together. Let's 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 put aside partisan book, uh, bickering and 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 hyperpartisanship and actually ensure that we're creating meaningful and and, and substantial change here in the state. If not, we'll be back. We also want to invite the community and everyone to come march with us on June 11th, right here at the state capitol at 5 p.m., where we'll once again be marching for our lives and, and showing that we're not going away this time. And this discussion and this debate isn't going to quit until they actually enact meaningful change. Uh, next up, I want to invite uh, Superintendent Kathy Hoffman to give some remarks. In 2019, on the heels of the Parkland Massacre, the Arizona Legislature ignored the calls of March for Our Lives students to form a school safety task force. Knowing that there was no time to wait, I launched the school safety task force at the Department of Education. The task force created a model school safety plan for schools to use and called for the legislature to act on several recommendations, which they have yet to fully address. Included in those recommendations was allocating sustainable funding for a statewide school safety tip line. The task force also called for the state legislature to fully fund resources like the school safety grant program, which had been expanded to include school counselors and social workers, but the funds, the state funds allocated and uh, allocated did not meet the demand from our public schools. Last year, in response to the students' and educators' call to action to address mental health, the mental health needs, my administration invested $21 million of COVID recovery funds to hire more school counselors and social workers, and we successfully cut the student-to-school counselor ratio by 20% since 2019. But this is not enough. And after the next school year, the federal funds used for these new positions will expire. So today, I'm calling on our legislature to make these investments permanent and to add them so that every student in Arizona has access to mental health resources in their school. But these issues go beyond our schools. This is not just a school or public education issue. We need greater access to mental health resources for all Arizonans. And I want to make it very clear that those living with mental illness are often the victims of violent crimes. Adding more mental health resources simply makes everyone in our community safer. And while we must focus on mental health, we cannot ignore the larger issue that it is too easy to access a gun in this nation. The support provided by a school counselor or a mental health therapist will never outweigh the safety afforded to potential victims if the would-be mass shooters were prevented from accessing guns. 
Politicians have told us every time that children die in a mass shooting that it's not the right time to talk about gun violence in the United States, that we shouldn't politicize the problem. Well, as a mom and as an educator, I want our lawmakers to act now. I'm sick of being the only country in the world with a gun violence problem like this. And I'm heartbroken and angry that yet another community has been destroyed by senseless, preventable violence and death. And let me make clear that arming teachers will not make our kids or teachers safer. The United States is the only nation in the world where civilian guns outnumber people. Yet families can't send their kids to school, to the grocery store, or even attend church without the fear of being gunned down. Frankly, I think we're all tired of hearing people who have held office for decades say that they are shocked by the events in Uvalde. We are no longer shocked, we are angry. Students and their families want action. They don't want to hear politicians talk about the problem. They, they know what the problem is because we have lived it. They want concrete solutions like making sure that an 18-year-old cannot walk into a store and buy weapons of war. We must implement gun safety laws to reduce gun violence, including safe storage laws, red flag laws, universal background checks, raising the age limits for purchasing firearms, restoring the federal assault weapons ban. These are things that we could do today that would help to reduce and the availability of guns. Arizona families deserve to feel safe, not just at school, but at the grocery store, movie theaters, and churches. And the legislature must do more to ensure that safety. There are solutions with broad support, and I mentioned a few, but what we need now is leadership. It's time to act because what we see, what we see is happening now, and we refuse to pretend like this is normal. At the end of the day, guns do not make our kids safer. Common sense gun laws will. Guns will not help our kids feel better, but school counselors can. Giving teachers a gun will not protect students, passing broadly supported solutions demanded by parents and communities across the country will. I'm proud to stand alongside these brave students who are calling on us to do better. They're calling on us to save lives and it's time that we listen. Thank you, Superintendent Hoffman. Uh, next up, I want to invite uh, House Minority Leader Reginald Boulding. Good afternoon, and thank you all for being here. I want to first start by saying thank you, Jacob, uh, and thank you, March for Our Lives. And to the vast majority of Arizonans who support common sense measures to prevent gun violence. I'm House Democratic Leader Reginald Boulding, and I'm here with my colleagues from both the House and the Senate uh, to stand up to say that we know that we have the opportunity right now to make a change for our kids, for our community, for Arizona, for this country. I'm here to ask you to focus. Don't fall for the distractions you'll hear from politicians who wanna keep the status quo. Look and listen to the facts. Fact, gun violence is a public health crisis. And we are the only industrialized nation that can say that. Fact, only the United States sees gun violence to this extent, and it's not even close. 
Other countries have the same access to video games. They watch the same movies. They attend the same type of churches. The question is, why aren't they shooting and killing each other on a daily basis the way that we do? The answer is simple. It's access to guns. There are more guns than people in the United States. There are more guns than people in the United States. And it has never made us safer. Gun ownership will never go away, nor should it. But gun discipline has to be part of the question. There are simple reforms. We all should be getting behind. The idea to see if a person purchasing a deadly firearm has a history of violence consistently polls in the high to mid 90s throughout the country, and it has for years. You heard me correctly. Violent history checks before firearm sales poll as high, if not higher than mom and apple pie. The American people are smart. They know that history, violent history, violent checks save lives. They also know that if a person in their life is making threats to hurt themselves or others, they want the ability to ask a judge to temporarily hold onto a person's guns. Red flag laws save lives. And yet, the Washington DC gun lobby, not its members, just the lobbyists, the vast majority of gun owners agree with this. The gun lobby has a slim majority of legislators here who are so terrified that they won't even make a move. When 70 to 90% of your legislative district is asking, is begging you to do something and you ignore them, that is the definition of extreme. And I stand firmly behind the Second Amendment when I stand with the 95% of Americans in support of violent history checks before purchasing firearms. I'm asking the speaker, person to person, parent to parent, American to American, to just meet us in the middle, hear what people are saying, and to help us do something. It requires courage, but we know that we have that. And you've been recognized for it before. Bring those bills to the floor and let's see what happens. Thank you. Um, unless anyone has any questions, that will conclude our press conference. You know, so the, the idea that as, as Arizonans, uh, that we have to ask that if we see our kids marching for their lives, begging and pleading for their lawmakers to do something, asking will their lawmakers actually react? I hope so. But we have seen the history here at the state legislature where if it's not our children, it's their teachers, it's their parents, it's community members who are asking legislators to stand up and act. And we've seen time and time again when the majority has not chosen to do so. But we hope this time is different. I can tell you over the last several weeks, uh, there's been a, a cloud of sorrow hanging over myself as a father of three young girls, one who just attended her kindergarten graduation. 
that moment to really step out and see the smile on her face, the excitement of the other kids. And for parents in Texas, they didn't get to see that smile. They heard gunshots. Some of them will never see their loved ones ever again. And if our lawmakers refuse to stand up in this moment, at this time, then I don't know when they ever will. You know, I applaud the, the Senate Democrats uh, for taking leadership, uh, for standing up and for fighting for what all Arizonans and Americans are asking for. Uh, but the fact is we shouldn't have to go through procedural motion after motion to attempt to force a vote. Uh, our call, the call of the students here is that the speaker will go through and put these bills through committee and bring them to the House floor uh, because we believe that Arizonans should have the ability to have their voices heard. If we don't see that, uh, Democrats were willing to do whatever it takes in order to make sure that uh, Arizonans have their voices heard. Thank you for the question. I think the fact of the matter is we have a Republican-controlled House and Senate that absolutely refuse to entertain any sort of sensible gun reform legislation. At the end of the day, this is going to fall on the shoulders of every parent, every teacher, every citizen of Arizona that truly believes that we should enact just the minimum, the bare minimum of sensible gun reform to call, to complain, to get the attention of each and every one of the Republican senators and representatives. Otherwise, nothing will change this session of the legislature. Until the next election, really. And, and that is an opportunity, again, for Arizonans to look at who is protecting their children and who is adamantly refusing to protect their children. If you heard the floor speeches yesterday, they, or the day before, they blamed transgender children, they blamed um, reproductive rights, video games, mental health, anything they could think of to avoid addressing the elephant in the room, red herrings galore. They are scared to death of the gun lobby and they absolutely refuse to move. It's gonna take, it's gonna take people voicing with their vote and putting in legislators that are willing to protect children and protect Arizona citizens with sensible gun reform. Thanks so much for tuning in to A View from the Left Side today. If you enjoyed the show, please consider liking this podcast on social media and becoming a subscriber. This is Representative Pam Powers Hanley signing off. Until next time, please take care of yourself, stay healthy, and stay vigilant.